on today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition. It's a mixed bag of reviews out for Google Stadia so far, but we're having a pretty good time. Scott Stein lists his highs and lows with the cloud gaming platform in detail. Best form factor, best performing game, and what's still in development down the road. You know, if Google doesn't pull the plug before then. I'm actually kind of surprised how broad the review scope has been so far. I wasn't expecting so much negative already. Mm. Uh, but I guess, Scott, you've got great points about uh, application and maybe misleading marketing, uh, perhaps. I don't know if you could really call it that devious, but I was under the same impression that you guys brought up that it was like a subscription service yes. with a plethora of cloud games available to you. And I think there will be price. some free games, right? Isn't that there are? Uh, so you get Destiny 2 with the pro package right. and another one, Samurai, uh, I forget the name. So because I didn't care about that game, but I but I but uh, but Destiny 2 Um but yeah, they have some discounts on some of the other games. You're still looking at like thirty to sixty dollars yeah. for these games that you not only don't you have a physical copy, but you don't have a downloaded copy. Right. So now it's just like so the, the right, serv- if the service goes away, like your games are gone. If their servers are down, forget it. If your internet right. is down, right. uh, forget it. So um, that makes me feel uncomfortable. I think in the gaming community, that does not surprise me. I'm not going to speak on behalf of the gaming community, no way. But I am going <laughs> to. <laughs> you're not. I'm not going to go there. But I would say that sure. There's a lot of uh, dedicated gamers, dedicated gaming services. Google's a newcomer, relatively, and they're they're the big claim at GDC was we're going to replace your console. So that's big talk. Right. And I think everybody is kind of getting rightfully pissed off. Also, on there's a lot of things that Stadia was supposed to have back in March. Mm. Now, they didn't say that was coming by the end of the year necessarily, maybe, but I have to go up and check. But it, they're certainly not here now. What were some of the promises they made? Well, not just stuff like the, the YouTube is the big part, oh, where yeah. like um, yep. they're going to work with supposedly a collection of, of trusted YouTube hosts that you can go into their instances and they could lead versions of the games. Um, those tools aren't there yet. Um, the game's specifically made for Stadia, which right now there's an exclusive guilt, which is a cool game. It's an, it's an art game about uh, bullying it's interesting, but it's not that much different than what you'd find on an Apple Arcade. Mm. It's not like a game that you would play and go, oh, wow, I understand why this is on a server. Right, right. So it's a, it's a little bit of a strange match there. The um, assistant button does not work yet. That's coming soon. So okay. it's, or it's like just working now at launch uh, for a couple of key features. Uh, when I was early testing it, I could do capture, but I couldn't share the captures. Oh. Um, this tether thing is not supposed to be happening. That They said it's going to be eventually wireless. For all platforms, but that's, you know, again, when we see that running, uh, there's a lot of stuff like that. And there's stuff where you're kind of like, oh, these things are not fully ironed out at launch. Sure, in a future update, but like, you know, no, why, I, why couldn't it have come I mean, out? I think now? you made a great point. This is, this is ultimately a beta, and, and anyone who's jumping yeah. on now is, is, the, you know, is testing this product for the future. And it only works on Pixel phones for the phone side mm-hmm. of things for now. But again, it's like... So there's a lot of uh, up in the air pieces with this, and I love I love big visions of the future. I did not compare it to Magic Leap in my article because I feel like that opens mm. a whole can of worms. But I had a feeling in a similar way, like when I visited Magic Leap last year, um, that was last year, right? Magic Leap worked. The headset worked, right? But the promises were so great that people yeah. were like, "Is this full of? Is this full of crap? Is this like? I don't even know what I can say on this thing. Is this full of? Uh, is this ridiculous or is this real?" It's real, but it's not everything that we hoped it would be. Right, right. Similarly, but differently, I think Stadia really works for a few things, but it's not the wild future vision that was originally painted in that GDC event, which looked like totally wild and, and different. All right. Whether that gets here, 
we'll we'll see. All right, Brian, what, what are the questions do we have? Let's just go back and forth on the pendulum. Onus18 says, it's fantastic. Felix and Annie says, Google is evil and Stadia sucks. Uh, <laughs> Things I don't like says, it sucks. I'm going to assume that that username is very appropriate. Uh, Yan asks, can we play Stadia using mobile broadband? I thought it could only be played via Wi-Fi at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's meant to be played over Wi-Fi, and they recommend 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi. Okay. So yeah. uh, I think the 10 megabits per second and higher so i believe that's what it's a pretty forgiving like it's not like it needs to be a super high speed my home was 100 megabits uh where i played it most of the time although that's 100 megabits for the total household right that's not like total households that's not like you're getting 100 dedicated to you no we have a lot of things connected to that so um but it worked i thought when i when i went into and i was playing some of these games uh again before it launched um I felt like it began to melt away and I felt like I was really playing on a regular console. Huh. And those moments I thought, oh, that's cool. And I love how <laughs> this with the Chromecast automatically turns on and logs in. And it's like, oh, that's a cool feeling. And that does sync with Chromecast wirelessly? or Yes. Okay. So when you play on your TV, which is the way to go, right. the TV quality is meant to be better, up to 4K, 60 frames per second. Hmm. I, I don't know about the uh, resolution quality at home, but it looked great enough that for me playing really close to my TV screen, it was smooth, it looked good. I, I would not have said if somebody was showing that to me that it was streaming. Mm. Um, and so with those moments I go, oh, that's really cool. I can go upstairs and play and resume my save. Um, there's something really great about that. I would say that type of stuff is already kind of out there in different ways though, with the way that you play Switch, even though it's yeah. not cloud saving in the same way. It's kind of there with things like arcade, Mm-hmm. Where you, oh, I'm getting off my phone, I'll play on the Apple TV or I'll go play on the iPad, but you need Apple gear. So we're kind of in this world already, but I think this is beginning to explore it in another way. But right. you're going you're gonna to have so many ways to do this from other partners that do you want to sink your money into this where it's not necessarily cross-buy? Right, right. Right now it's not, I don't know. So you brought up playing it on the TV. Is that officially, in your opinion, the best mode to play it in? Because Yan is also asking, between on-the-go, PC, laptop, mobile, TV, what is your favorite experience so far? TV by far, because it's wireless right now with the Stadia controller. Uh, I just think it's more comfortable. I can see the appeal, though, in a laptop. It totally worked. The phone I did not like because you got to, like, there's a plastic clip I didn't bring over here, but... To, to kind of have the phone to mount your phone on top of it hover above it yeah. and the plastic clip covers up the power button on the pixel 3a and the 4 so it kind of turns off the phone <laughs> which is ridiculous you have to like move it off to the side so it's like an off i don't know it's ugly it is and then you've got to tether it so i, I hated mean, these that. were all made by the same company you figured they would have thought about this probably yeah. yeah this might lead to the anger that people had and why people thought some people thought i was like being too kind in, in that I should have hated more. Mm-hmm. I think on a day one, uh, day two thing where I see that it is working yep. and not broken for me, I can't hate it more. But I can certainly say I don't recommend that people yep. buy into it. So it's that weird middle ground. Um, it, it, I, I'd say TV, though, is the way to go. Um, I like that experience. But again, PC gamers might hate that experience. Right. Because they're like, wait, what? I'm not going to sit down in front of a TV on my sofa with a controller. So that's another part of it. 
Eric makes a really good point in stating that without the right library, this is a wasted effort. Now, we launched to 22 titles yesterday, right? Yes. Yep. Do we know what else is coming down the docket? And do we have any uh, gleaming examples that's not just kind of a repackaged old game? Do we know if there's any progressive development specifically for Stadia? They're supposed to be. I mean, that was the whole, like, um, and, and I think there are games in development. Um, that was uh, bringing in Jade Raymond from Ubisoft and, like, Phil Harrison, certainly their studio. And so they want to develop uh, games and that that's pretty serious. And I have no doubt they're working on some pretty serious games, but they're not here yet. And uh, Grid has a 40 player mode, which they were saying is only possible on Stadia, which hmm. doesn't seem, I don't understand that personally. Cause I'm kind of like, that doesn't sound like a wild number. I'm like, okay, like that's cool. I think people might've been expecting, like I would is expecting more of the thousand player. And again, I think when we approach things like esports. Um, will we get into competitive gaming with uh, YouTube as kind of a hub for that Yeah, with Stadia? We don't see anything like that now. So no, I mean, it, it's, it's not an impressive lineup to get into. Red Dead Redemption 2 is the biggest game. Doom got pushed back uh, right. further out, which was meant to be one of their big ones. But I feel like, <laughs> you know, again, these are probably not going to be exciting uh, grabs for people. I mean, right? chances are, if you're a hardcore gamer and invest in this, you probably have played the games that are on this list. Yes. Or owned them. Right. right. Red yeah. Dead's already come out. Yeah. And uh, so, I I don't know. I, I yeah, I, I kind of get less excited by that lineup too. And um, at some point, I feel like you do have to have, I love the movies anywhere concept. I use that thing a lot. Yeah. Where now you can buy most movies and they will cross-populate onto a lot of different streaming, uh, a lot of different services, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. on your Amazon and Google. Yep. I think that's going to need to exist on the future platforms. Kind of reassure folks that, like, you have that physical copy; it exists online as well. Right. But you still have that physical copy. You should be able to buy Red Dead Redemption too. And if you cross-log into your other services, right. you should get it on Stadia. You should get it on uh, GeForce like Now. You should get it on XCloud. Sure. I, 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 I mean that, but that is. We're way off from that. These these services haven't even most of these services haven't really launched in a real way. We're way off, and nobody yeah. wants to do that in the gaming industry. But yeah. it's, but it's got it doesn't have to go there. But I really want it to go there, mm-hmm. and I feel like if you want people to give up the console, then that's the thing you may have to give in for that. Yeah, give yeah, that yeah. up. It just it feels so um, different, or or just foreign to how video game makers and and how these these console players were operate right like cross-platform like there's some cross-platform online play but there's still some barriers to that right so yes, a like lot. and having them uh honor these kinds of physical purchases with their online services that just seems like a it's gonna take a while for the for all these services to mature before that becomes a possibility so i think all these things are also what 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 everyone is seeing when they're criticizing google and yeah. you're kind of like what's going on here um also like how does it even integrate with the rest of like Google software and Google mm-hmm. play. And like, mm-hmm. it's just on its own little Island, right? Little stadia right. Island. Um, so, but it's here. Dot, dot, dot. Where else will it be? Is it ever going to come to platforms like Nvidia shield? Not that I know of. Um, it would be smart from Alan. He just wants to know. It would be smart for it to, um, I got to go catch up on the AMA that they had too. And I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know all, every single detail because I was actually playing and working on a story that went up yesterday about VR. So I've been in VR a lot, weirdly. Um, the, 
I think anything Android, I mean, look, its requirements are not that high. On, mm-hmm. on a Mac or a PC, it just requires uh, a Chrome browser and it just launches into Chrome and does it. So, and, or a Chromebook. So, I don't see any reason why, like, uh, Android shouldn't be supported. I mean, heck, iOS should be supported yeah. with some sort of an app. Um, I feel like these things are going to happen because, again, this is streaming and Google is a cross platform company. They do not care. They have tons of stuff on every platform. So an iOS app seems totally natural. Yeah, um, sure. Apple TV app seems totally natural. And I don't think that's a threat to, to Apple. I don't think that's a threat to Google. I think that's just kind of where, if they're going to want more people to play, they need to be on everything. Yep, totally. So hopefully. I mean, going back to that Netflix analogy. I mean, anal- I don't care. But. Going back to that Netflix analogy. <laughs> yeah. And I know it's not really Netflix, but when... Netflix was getting started. I mean, that was one of their keys to success, right? They got Netflix on everything. Smart TVs, yep. laptops. They got it on everything. Yeah. And that ubiquity made it the default video service for everyone. And I think they need to throw in free games. They need to throw in, uh, basically, drop it in your lap. I mean, like Google Home Mini, you, you could sneeze and have one fall in your lap, basically. I feel like they're right. like, they're, they're all sorts of things like, oh, I'm a subscriber to this. I got a mini. Oh, they're giving away over here. I feel like I'm seeing like I'm seeing like promoted tweets about like Google Home Mini. Right. Um, that's what they should be doing for Stadia, because essentially that's their whole pitch is like it's just the controller, right. except for right. the kind of little dongles right now. But eventually just make it like, hey, you've already got blank. Yeah, you'll get a controller. You buy a Chromecast. Here's the controller. You get a free game. Now that's your carrot on a stick to spend the effort to figure out setting it up, which is yeah. not hard. Yeah. But it's amazing how like a little bit of friction, it's like VR That's headsets. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of friction and you're like, eh, I've yeah. got other ways to play yeah. games. Like I, thank you. But if you get like a little free thing, you go, yeah, maybe I'll figure it out. <laughs> so sadly, that is like, that's what Stadia needs. There's no reason why like on its own, this would be appealing. There you go. Free stuff. Free Shout stuff. out to uh, Raymond and DC147 who are currently sitting at home with their uh stadias uh well raymond's testing in chrome as we speak uh dc 147 says got his right arm on top of the stadia box right now guys keep us posted just curious what your experience is yeah Um, yeah. tell us where you're how you're experiencing it yeah chime on in anytime you know where to find us on twitter uh super i think the thing is super interesting if i didn't already say that it's just that like i'm very hesitant to wear two hats where it's like the super interesting future of tech hat and the what is this for you is the a reality that it's right. not quite ready for you as folks. a person who's going to buy stuff. Hat. Yeah. Because um, yeah, yeah. it's priced as a everyday purchase. Next comment is coming from Michael Brown says, I originally ordered the founders bundle, but I canceled it uh, and getting the Xbox bundle for Christmas. Mm. It's probably stadium next year. I don't want to be an early adopter for this. I think it's got the potential to be great in two years. You know, if Google doesn't pull the plug <laughs> on it before that. I, right. gave a, I gave a big thumbs up to that decision. Yeah. I think that that yeah. was a very that smart move. Very, very savvy, Michael. You'll be super happy no matter what. Um, also because I think Stadia is going to approach free. So I think the longer you wait, the more likely you'll be able to play it without putting any money into it in some way, shape, or form. Like whether it's a free game you get tossed in or mm-hmm. uh, you know, a controller ends up becoming available with some other purchase you made. Yeah, I, f- I feel good move. Uh, do we know what the international rollout's going to be? Uh, Yan is in China, right, Yan? Or correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not available there yet. Do we know what the rollout oh, is I, going I to be? I doubt it will ever, ever become available in China, unfortunately. Yeah. Google services aren't available there. So, right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm just using that as a platform to oh, say, like, just, where else is it going? Elsewhere, 
Yeah. It's, we have we have international fans all over the globe. I know, I know. What, we have what? a big look. I, I, I should know this, and I'm, I feel bad. We, uh, uh, Oscar um, has been. There's a big FAQ on on, on CNET right now um, that goes through a lot of the details and launch and and um, and some of that. And stuff. we were supposed to have Oscar on actually to, to help us with questions. But I know. He, he's a little under the weather today, so he can watch this now and, and mock me for not having this information on the <laughs> on the tip of my tongue. Um, You're a good pinch hitter, Scott. I know. Sorry about that, guys. Um, but I don't know. It's a bunch of countries right now. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I think it's a bunch of countries right now. I'm in the U.S. and I've been playing this. I'm sorry. I've just been focused on that part. But um, yeah, we'll see. But I think like a lot of things, Google, the rest of the rollout of this is going to be a bit of a mystery. And even when they, I again, I'm super interested in the YouTube element. And we shall see when they plan to roll that out and what that involves. So just to note, Google's now is available or Google Stadia is available in 14 countries right now. That's what I thought. Yeah, US, Canada, UK, France. I won't list them all, but 14 countries. Yeah. I'm assuming they're expanding uh, over time. Yeah. But no time frame for that expansion. Uh, I wasn't able to find that. Okay. Good so, enough. We're trying. We're yeah, trying. Yeah, they know we're trying. we're trying. All indications from Google are right now, this is a super soft launch. This is like a... a a kind of a, a pre-beta before the 2020 plans roll out. So um, everything right now is like your early adopter version of this. You're, mm-hmm. you're getting the chance to test it out, have fun with it. And heck, it's not a crazy high price. So if you want to play around with stuff and you're into Google stuff, it's not a crazy onboard price for this. And, and you'll have a toy to play with. And it, it, it does play games, but your mileage may vary. So it's like, just know that it's, not a console replacement at this point. No, definitely not. You'll never guess who just showed up in the chat room. Who? I guess? It might have been Oscar. Oh, oh nice. Hey. He says, I will mock you, Scott. Mock, mock. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're feeling better, Oscar. And props to Ayaz for slipping another Letterkenny uh, Temple launch joke in there for me. I appreciate that. I needed that today. Uh, okay, wow, we've got, and Oscar. We got a, a got couple got minutes left, actually. And while we're at it, Ayaz points out that there is a website that has been made. Uh, hang on a second. I got to get his quote from him. He says, uh, someone created a website counting down the days before Stadia is shut down based on the average lifespan of any Google service and product. Uh, we are just over 1,400 days away from Stadia's <laughs> inevitable doom. How long do you think Stadia That many? That's, actually, that's a lot of days, actually. Well, if you think through, like... Google's like Gmail has been around for years, right? Like yeah. if you average that out with like the various Google instant messenger services, you know, uh, yeah. All right. 1400 days. 1400 it's days? like uh, three years. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good lifespan. I don't know for hundred for the amount of money you're spending right now. <laughs> I expected a, a lower number than that, but um, sure. I think that's not a bad guess actually. <laughs> that's it's not, not a bad it's not at all no uh, google google changes fast look case in point look at mobile vr um right. this happened with what samsung happened daydream what happened to daydream daydream's dead now and uh and sorry so that's uh it's the sorry not sorry of google's plans changing with things yep. and um you get what you pay for and you get what you get and you don't get upset or or big tech is annoying or who knows what this is but it's like yeah, that, that all that does suck. And for a company, the bigger the company is where their their main interest doesn't necessarily lie in this, um, anything can, can fluctuate. You know? For sure. Yeah. For sure. So, like, it's all up to the company. 
Sorry, that sounds so wishy-washy, but... Um, With the number of games you've tried so far, Scott, which one do you feel has had some of the best performance? Take aside the overarching, uh, any stutters or lag that you've experienced, what game has really kind of put ahead of the pack, would you say? I was kind of impressed with Destiny 2 for the bit that I played it because I felt that um, a shooter you're really going to see... yeah. You, but you I wasn't need pl- that real time responsiveness. But I wasn't playing in big online worlds because we were we were pre-launched. So um, this is single player I'm talking about. But um, but it, I'm just curious, game from game to game, like is the experience going to be different, or is it really just based on the connection speed? Because ultimately, it's all running off the same kind of backend system, right? That's the thing. It should all be the same connection speed. Yeah. Um, Tomb Raider looked fine. Um, you know, Red Dead Redemption Two. Hard to tell. I got that really late, right before the review. So, and I was uh, talking to Oscar about that. He he said the uh, had some hiccups. That that particular experience. that one had some hiccups, and but also, it could have been tied to the fact that the PC game version of it is not optimal either. I think I think there were moments playing Red Dead in the beginning that I was like, and and look, I did not play. This is crazy, but I did not play Red Dead last year. Mm. More even, than like even I played a it. few minutes. I know. Granted, I, I played five hours and I stopped because it was kids. like the it's like the book I wanted to read has never got to because I right. was working on. I'm like I'm doing the VR, the mobile. I'm doing like other Switch stuff. Um, but I felt like when I played it, I was like, "Is it supposed to look better than this?" Is what I thought one or two moments, which is not the feeling you probably should have right. playing Red Dead Redemption Two on Stadia's service, which should probably make it look better. Um, so I don't. I couldn't tell if that was compressing in some way. Um, yeah, I mean, so that's not ideal, but it was very. It was perfectly playable. I don't mm. know. Kind of think it's like the early days of streaming video, where you watch a movie streaming, right? And you're like the buffering. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah, is yeah. this looking as great as the Blu-ray, or as like the other versions I could be watching, or is it like it's watchable? It's fine. Uh, a, a, a buff of like the best graphics would would maybe go mm, no thank you all right so uh let's we've got a bunch of questions brian's gonna fire a couple of them rapid fire scott give us some quick answers sure brian what do you got okay so would you say that the free option is the better option for consumer rather than the pro right now i think so <laughs> great not having it i don't i can't say that absolutely but i think so uh, I've seen the Stadia controller being used on the Chromecast Ultra. Is Couch Coop about the same when wirelessly played in the Chromecast Ultra? Sorry, it needs the Chromecast Ultra to play. Got it. On a TV, yes. Do you think Stadia has a large role to play in the future of VR gaming, whereas technology improves file sizes and they'll become exponentially larger as they get bigger and better games, or do you think they will never really go near VR? This is a question I asked to Phil Harrison. We didn't have it in the final story from GDC, but um, I sensed a smirk from him. Mm-hmm. I think that this is very a very interesting question. As they go to claims of 8K compatibility, and we think about 5G, mm-hmm. I think cloud streaming for VR is super interesting. I don't think we're there yet, but I'm my mind is going there. And to close out, let's get some uh, final thoughts here. Uh, is there anything that could potentially set Stadia uh, aside from the crowd uh, edge out other cloud experiences. What is there any advantage to this over an Xbox or a PlayStation? Uh, and then let's touch on this real quick while we're at it. Yan says, for me, it's that YouTube integration. That's really attractive to me where yeah. Microsoft or Sony can't go near it since it's going to be built into your 
personal computer, whether that be mobile, laptop, whatever experience, YouTube is pretty much present on that platform. If that can work in and out seamlessly, is that enough to really kind of give an edge to Stadia? That is the thing. And I'd say like, I didn't say this in the write-up, but exactly like that's the killer app for Stadia and it's not here yet. Yeah. And we don't know how it's going to feel, but yeah, I agree. I think that's the killer part of it. By the time that arrives, maybe this hypothetical Amazon thing could be using Twitch in a similar way. Mm -hmm. So then they might be losing their one unique card and have something similar from a competitor. But I think that, um, I think that's exactly it. It's lacking that, that feel of a, of a place to go. Plus, it could be a game launcher. It sounds like you could be like finding someone playing Destiny 2 and then you join that game from YouTube. And um, that's totally crazy. So, but that's not here yet. I really want to check it out when it's here. And we will, of course, when it does yeah. get here. But until then, we're going to have to shut things down. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks, for Scott, for bringing in on his expertise. Thanks to Ayaz and Oscar showing up in the chat. And thanks to all of you for showing up in the chat and keeping the conversation going. If you do wind up getting Stadia, let us know what your experience is. We're on Twitter. We're all over the place. We're easy to find. And uh, we look forward to hearing your feedback. But until then, Roger. Yep. Don't forget to subscribe and ring the bell so you can join us here live weekday mornings. If you have the chance, check out the links below to learn more about today's topics. And feel free to subscribe to our audio podcast on every platform ever. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. And I'm Scott Stein. Thanks for joining us.